Happy Friday, everybody. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. What a great day it's going to be. Except for the rain in the middle of the day. That's but fine. We on the whole, it. it's pretty good. <laughs> so, we've got some news effective this morning. Governor Tim Walz will use uh, his executive power to remove the statewide mask mandate in the state. Oh, good. I thought I had to choose between the CDC and him. Nope. Okay. It is the CDC that is saying this, and he's kind of going along with it. Okay. Yeah, it was a surprising announcement yesterday when President Biden came out and addressed everybody and said, if you're fully vaccinated, in most cases, you can ditch the masks, indoor, outdoor, social distancing, all of that stuff. Uh, They had some exceptions, planes, trains, automobiles, things like that. But then, yeah, then Governor Walls comes out at 6 o'clock last night and essentially says the same thing. But then this morning, I go to KSDP.com because I work for them. And they have an article that says, Breaking with Governor Walls, Minneapolis-St. Paul mayors keep mask mandates in place. Mm. So, Don... Some people will have to decide between Walls and uh, uh, Mayor Fry, Mayor Carter. They've said for our cities. And and here's what it seems like is happening. I think the announcement took some people off guard yesterday. Mm -hmm. And they were largely excited. And also a measurable amount of confusion was there, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, so now individual places, places of business, even where we work, places like Target, Home Depot, Walmart, all that... They are like continuing to keep their mask policy mm. in place until they get some more clarity on the new guidelines. Mm-hmm. Because it felt like, I guess, whatever came out yesterday wasn't quite as detailed to give you a real assurance. Because even with Governor Walls ending um, the mandate, yeah, just a week prior, or was it two weeks prior, he had set the target of 70% of... Uh, Minnesotans with one vaccination, as long as they, if they had a two shot thing, as long as they were halfway home, Mm -hmm. that was our target number. But then what President Biden said yesterday was that if you are fully vaccinated, meaning two weeks outside of your second shot, if you're on a two shot dose. But then, can I add one more wrinkle? Yeah. Can we stop you? No. What (laughs) you could understand if I think, if I know these numbers correctly, doesn't Johnson and Johnson have the lowest efficacy rate? Of all three yes. of them. This. And so I think that a Pfizer, Pfizer, I think that Pfizer, after your first shot, two weeks after when you are then 80%, I feel like a one shot of Pfizer has a higher efficacy rate than the single shot Johnson & Johnson. Sure. So people are taking Pfizer like, I'm already doing better than the Johnson & Johnson people, and so I want to take my mask off now. It's mm. gonna, it could get a little yeah, weird. Yeah, there, there are going to be some issues that come up. Like, I'm worried about all the Karens who are going to be like, I don't have to wear a mask in, in this place. Mm. You know, th- yeah. the CDC says, but they have the right to... You know, you're not allowed in here unless you're wearing sunglasses. Whatever they want to do. It's a, if it's a privately owned business, right? Sure. No shoot. No no right. shirt. No shoes. No, no, no service. service. Right. Yeah. I've, no. I've been turned away once or twice because of that. <laughs> um, I. It's. I would imagine most retailers. I would think within the next seven days, are going to get in line with this and just have a little more time to understand it. Because I don't know how much higher the vaccination rates are going to go 
Yeah. Uh, those who haven't been, I don't know if it's a, I can't find a vaccination. Well, it's, here, I don't want to get vaccinated. Right. Here it's 50.5% of our population is vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Yes. And now, then, but 61% at least halfway home? Is, uh, yeah, 16 plus. Has had, has had at least one dose. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. Of course, people who aren't vaccinated, they're still going to go mask free. And how are we to know whether or not that person we is fully you vaccinated or not? Are we going to start like doing Ask tattoos them? on our wrists or something? Uh-oh, right. That's you know? like revelations. There we go. Mark of the Beast. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> we heard about this. There is a caveat to the, to the CDC guidelines because it still recommends people even fully vaccinated people mask up when you go to a doctor, to a hospital, to a nursing home, to a prison, a jail, a homeless center uh, or shelter rather, and when flying and when using public transportation. So it does get a little, the waters are a little muddied. Mm, okay. Yeah, it, I, I guess it, yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm excited for it. I feel like it's largely... It's good news, and I think everybody is ready to be done with masks. Everybody's follow-up to that is just some people just want to be done with masks, full stop, period. Other people are like, yes, but as long as I'm vaccinated or as long as I know the other folks are vaccinated. But we are at the point where um, you you need to offer an incentive for people who have been vaccinated. You yeah, know, and like so the they're doing in Ohio. They're giving away, aren't they giving away three million? Give it away now. Giving away three million dollars. They're giving away a million dollars, I think, to three or five people who have been fully vaccinated. Yeah, you're in the lottery. In lottery. Yeah, that's kind of a, a nice little incentive. Well, now that's a really nice incentive. But I mean, even just the incentive of if you're vaccinated, I understand that you then want to ditch a mask because you're safe. You're as safe as we right. science can get you at this right. point. And so the incentive of just now you can ditch your mask. And then, frankly, we're going to get to a point where folks who have chosen not to get vaccinated, cool. You walk around without your mask. That's great. People who have been vaccinated will walk around without their mask. And if anyone's going to get impacted, it's now a significantly smaller portion of the population and folks who sort of yeah. welcomed that risk and knew that it was a risk of theirs. And then folks who have been vaccinated can take their masks off and, you know, shop at Target. Right. All right. One one more quick thing while we're Mm -hmm. um, at the Capitol, so to speak. Uh, The Minnesota House of Representatives has approved a measure to legalize recreational marijuana. Oh, but hold on. Go back. (laughs) See it slower in a historic vote. Yes. The Minnesota House. Oh, has approved a measure to legalize recreational marijuana. However, mm-hmm. it's pretty much dead on arrival in the Senate. Thanks, Senate. Right? <laughs> uh, so, back to the old drawing board on that one. Okay, bye-bye now. I've, oh, wait. <laughs> I have never smoked marijuana. Never even taken a hit. That being said, it feels like if alcohol is legal... And all of the bad things that can come with the abuse of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And that you can die know. from it. Yes. Drunk driving. You can't die Domestic from pot. abuses. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Let I me don't go. Know. I gotta go. I, I gotta to go. Yeah, we gotta go. All right. Do you want to come back with uh, some things that make you go, huh? Uh, yeah, I found something out about Jack Nicholson that happened to him when he was 37. Mm. 
I had no idea about this. I'm sure a lot of you will be like, well, of course. And others will be like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. Tell you what he learned when he was my age. Mm -hmm. That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show. On my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. I got some technical problems going on here, so talk amongst yourself. And I'm just oh looking gosh. at a very tight shot of Donna's palm. I feel like I could read her palm right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your future like, is bleak. Oh my gosh, look. You're gonna. I have um, oh, a camera in front of the thing that I need, so that's. Mm -hmm. Sorry okay. about that. But I'm ready now, guys. Ready? Yeah. Kick it! Things that make you go. Sorry. Wow. It just it's recorded hot. It's hot. It's so fun to do hot. this show with with you. That's right, big nasty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Don. How does it feel to hear it? Pretty good. Okay. Right. I think it, it offsets my suburban. <laughs> you know, if if at the same time I am known as both Steve Pruderson and Big Nasty. That just keeps people guessing. You know, in about two more years, this is totally going to embarrass his children. Yeah. They're already, the 10-year-old is already getting like, Dad. Oh, good. What are you? I'll see she's on a Zoom call with her uh -huh. class, and I'm like walking up behind her. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, you should have told me that earlier. Not on a classroom call. Whatever, man. <laughs> Oh, um, I used okay. to be embarrassed to kiss my mom goodbye because we didn't have buses. We just drove to school. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it would be like, okay, give me a kiss. I'm like, no, give me a kiss. Ah. You know, I saw my son. I'll tell you about Jack Nicholson here in one moment. What he learned at my age, which was shocking. But I came home uh, a couple weeks ago and I, had an, I have an older nephew who's like 13 and he was in the room. And then my little guy, uh, Gray, who's eight. And I came in and he went, Daddy. And then he like jumped up, like ready to give me a hug. And then he kind of stopped. Oh, and so I noticed like a little bit of that. And then I was like, What are you doing? Get over here and hug your father. <laughs> and then, of course, I, you know, made him come through. But I, I saw that. See, it's starting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It started well in my five year old when she started vaping. This is like two years back. <laughs> She started to lose a little respect in time Whatever. for me. Her name is Lil Nasty. Yeah, Lil Nasty. That's right. Big Nasty and Lil Nasty. We'll be on cooking shows. And... Right. All right, here we go. When Jack Nicholson was 37 years old, he found out the woman that he thought was his sister was, in fact, his mother. Mm. Oh. I heard this a few How years ago in an article. back in the day. 
Yeah. Oh, I bet. Teen pregnancy. It was oh like, okay, the mom is just going to, grandma's going to pretend that she's the that mom. She's the mom. And then, because, and your... we're going to send you away for a while, mm. like oh. to a convent. Oh. And then you're going to come back and no one will know you had a baby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Me, no likey. Yeah, I don't think that's great. I but just the, don't want to find out. I don't want to go like today from calling my sister Janie, Janie, <laughs> to mommy. Mom. Yeah. Don, how did it work? Because you were a young, a very, very young mom. Mm-hmm. So did you raise your daughter in your mom, mom and dad's house? Oh, yeah, because I was in high school. I yeah. got pregnant when I was 17. So wow. I, I, I had her between my junior and senior year. So I did my whole senior year of high school with a baby. How wow. do you describe that senior year? When you look back on it and people ask you about it, like, what was your senior year like? <laughs> I mean, think about how tired you are from waking up all night. And my parents did not help me with that. Oh. So I did wake up every three hours and feed my baby. And then I found it really interesting that uh, one of my teachers, because I would fall asleep at school, and one of them reported me to the principal and said, I think that she's on drugs. And it's like, (laughs) uh, are you kidding me? I was feeding a baby at one o'clock. Four o'clock, yes. seven o'clock, right before you leave the house. Uh, yeah. Oh, Lord. it was really um, it was a little easier because my daughter's father had graduated and he was oh, not okay. a great part of the experience mm. and chose sure. not to be involved. So um, that was OK. But it, it was weird. I, it was like when I just watched Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. The first episode. Yeah. There's some young she moms is, in there. Uh, she's a young mom. And. Her interaction with her friends was the same for me. A lot of my friends just distanced themselves from me, and it's like I felt like I didn't have mm. friends anymore. Oh, oh so you could brutal. relate to that I character. Cu- I sure could. I was like, oh, my heart is breaking right now. Right, because she goes to a party. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
and yeah. she's like, "Hi guys," and they're like, "Oh, they're like, hey, what are you? you up to? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's a Friday, and I don't want to bring anyone down. And yeah, now look, I'm, you've got a beautiful daughter. Oh my yeah. god, she's no, so a... good at she's running her own business. She is boss, babe, and <laughs> she is smarter than me when it comes to her money. <laughs> she's there got you it go. Going on. Yeah. Right. Lots to be proud of. That's not yeah. a sad story yeah. at all. Happy ending. There you go. Yes. Thanks for letting me ask. Um, the word dilemma. Let's learn. It originally meant a choice between two tough options. Three options was a trilemma. You could call a friend and say, I got I gotta have a trilemma I need you to help me with. And yes, if you had four. A qualemma. It was a quadrilemma. Oh. And then a quintuplemma. So really, if you're having just a problem, say, I'm really having a lemma. <laughs> or maybe it's a unilemma. I don't know. I don't know. I only speak English fluently and French. <laughs> okay. No one ever asked me to go into French is actually my native tongue. Oh. This is always I always get a little tongue tied when I'm doing this English show. Well, that's great. Uh, just read the next story in French then. Don, uh, oh yeah, uh, good idea. Don. Okay, all right, Use fine. your native tongue. Yeah, all right, on. hang on. Just give me a second, okay? Oh, well, say your native tongue, it feels like... Um... Hey, just chill out for a second. <laughs> shout out to our friends in France. And shout out to Google, which is what he's doing right <coughs> now. No, I'm sorry. No, my, no, 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 no. Oh, my oh. computer just went. Um, oh, sure. Okay, I'll see if I can... <clears throat> <laughs> Bonjour, je m'appelle Etienne. <laughs> Une personne moyenne fait environ million de passes dans sa vie. C'est qui équivaut à faire cinq fois le tour de l'hôtel. All right, now what did you <clears> say? Oh, sorry. I always forget that other people don't understand French. Yeah. The average person takes about 216.3 million Oops. steps in their life. Oh, <laughs> I heard toilets in yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> oh, la bouche. Sorry, that's shut your mouth uh, in French. Oui. It is the equivalent of walking around uh, the earth five times. You walk around Earth five oh, times. So if you're like, incredible. I never go anywhere, give it time. You do. Okay, thanks, Steve. Wow. That was great. Don't you mean messy? Uh, <laughs> Rate me on a sexy scale. No. Ew. Uh, well, just in my, in my French tongue, guys. But you, Don't you make got it really creepy. close to the microphone. Okay. And yeah, I was like, you came on the and camera. And I can see you. Okay. All right. And you're Rate very me. tan today. and. I think that's my lighting. I can oh, choose okay. different lighting. Like, I can go to white here. You seem like you have a little Gorbachev thing going on. What is that? Right over lighting. there, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. I gotta go put makeup on. I don't know what I did. Did oh. I rub my head hard? <laughs> oh, no. I bet you have shingles. Donna! <laughs> Why do you say shingles in French? Yes, shingles. Shingles. Oh, God. You guys... <laughs> Uh, Prince Harry was on Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. He's wanted out of the royal family for years. Warm weather is finally here. It's summertime and the perfect time to join the Y. The Y has outdoor pools and splash decks at locations throughout the area for fun days with family and friends. And here's the best part. You'll get $5 enrollment and 25% off dues for the whole summer. Swim on over to ymcanorth.org and join today. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Boy, oh boy, Prince Harry is really making the rounds lately. I guess they're going to have a lot to promote. Don't they have that deal with Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he was on Dax Shepard's podcast 
armchair okay. expert. Mm-hmm. And he is still talking about how he's wanted to get out of the royal family um, for years. We have a little bit of a of a clip of him talking to Dex. Well, it was in my early twenties. I was a case of like, I just I don't want this job. Yeah. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. Look what it did to my mum. How am I ever gonna you know, settle down? I have a wife and a family when I know that it's gonna happen again. I've seen behind the curtain. I've seen the business model. I know how this operation runs and how it works. Yeah. I don't want to be part of this. You were kind of cast into a movie without being asked. Yeah, your Truman Show would have to be the closest thing. It's a mix between uh, you- the Truman Show and being in a zoo. I think the, the biggest issue mm-hmm. for me was that being born into it, you inherit the risk. You inherit the risk that comes with it. You inherit every element of it without choice. Wow. I got goosebumps. I feel really bad because he said he went on to say that there's um, he wanted to break the cycle within Mm -hmm. his family after realizing that much of the way he was treated as a a youngster was the result of how his own father was treated by Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Mm -hmm. And he said, I never really saw it. And I never knew about it. And then suddenly I started to piece things together and go, okay, so this is where he went to school. This is what happened. I know about his life. I also know that it's connected to his parents. So Mm -hmm. that means he's treated me the way he was treated. So how can I change that for my own kids? That's part of the reason that he moved to to the United States. And Meghan Markle assured him that she didn't need to be a princess because he was becoming, he had this like angry side to him. Mm-hmm. And so then he went and sought therapy and he sounds like a really reflective, articulate, you know, self-examining dude. Yeah, and I think that the the common quick response to this, this whole story of him wanting out is, oh, come on. You're a prince. You got everything taken care of. You know, it's it's very easy, I think, to look at that from through that lens of you are you're literally royalty. What yeah. are you complaining about? Whereas when he talks there with Dax Shepard about it, you realize that no, he's really just a human being mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. who is experiencing one reality while looking out. And on TV or at the playground as he goes by in a bulletproof vehicle, seeing normalcy. Yes. Normal childhoods and experiences. And then, of course, who are we to disagree with his own personal experience with the loss of his mother? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's interesting. And- he, he ain't never going back, by the way. That, that bridge, I think, is burned. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think, like, I try to put myself in a position where I have disagreed with my father Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is a really painful experience when your parent turns you away because Mm -hmm. they don't agree with something you're doing or the way you're living i can't imagine how much more trauma that is for him knowing that he loves his father but his father didn't do for him what he wants to do for his own kids and i'm guessing that situation with your father had to do with the decision to get into country radio. <laughs> was, it, was it that? Oh my God. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, you want to know what it was? I moved in with my boyfriend. Oh, who I was sure. engaged to. Oh, they Very didn't Catholic. agree with that. Yep. Oh, and I was living in another state, and yep. 
I got to a point where I really needed my my parents because I was having a medical um, uh, scare mm-hmm. and just feeling like you can't reach out. It's just just a terrible, Mm. terrible feeling. So I feel for this guy so much because his father is going to become king, Mm -hmm. right? He he has to stay in the jail that he's in if he's to fulfill the expectations that were put on him by his own mother, the queen and father. You wonder it's if, very complicated. Could they get together? Could Charles and Harry and William, for that matter, all get together and just say, even without the Queen? You know what I mean? Although I think the Queen is more has more of a soft spot for sure. Harry. Yep. But if maybe if just the boys there get together, and could Charles get to a point where he says, "Look, I get where you're coming from. I am. I am." I don't see it the same way. I am continuing on this path, uh, and we love you. And how about you sort of shut down interviews? You've had these opportunities to process this, and we will commit to doing things better and grow. I don't know. Is it, am I being like naive there and thinking a conversation like that could happen with Not the three naive. of them? Not naive. I think it seems to me like Harry is the one who wants to continue to communicate and keeps trying. But he still has a right to live his own life, right? He he has a right to speak his truth. Sure. You know, but I think that they find that hurtful. One of the things that he said is that, so when he moved to the States, he said, um, I can actually lift my head and feel different. My shoulders have dropped. Her shoulders have dropped. You can walk around feeling more free. I can take my two-year-old on the back of my bicycle. And I would never have had the chance to do that. If I were living in the UK, because oh. the press there, I don't think we even understand how brutal right. the press is there. And to Dak Shepard's point, saying that it's to Harry, it's like you've been cast in a movie that you never auditioned for. You understand the the, the pressure of celebrity. You know, here in, here in America, we criticize celebrities all the time, anytime that they don't want the attention. And we're like, well, you got into movies, you got into television, this comes with it. Whereas we often forget the humanity of these celebrities as well yes. here. And maybe yes. they got into that because they love to perform and they love the arts, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's this double-edged sword that comes with fame. But at least with our celebrities, they have made a choice. They have risked getting into that industry, realizing that there may be some drawbacks. Whereas he was just born. And, might I say, a lot of his success that he's experiencing or going to experience on these new ventures are a result of the fact that he is a member of the royal family. Yes. It's not just like some random ginger mm-hmm. off the street who's like, hey, I got this great idea for Netflix. And Netflix, Reed Hastings is like, great, I want to meet with you. Right. Yeah, there's a whole lot of privilege that comes with even this new reality, this American life and all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But... I mean, if, if nothing else, it's cool. It's cool that he's that he's talking simply because, and I'm no diehard fan of the Royals, but it's just fun to hear from someone in the Royal family because generally it is so tight-lipped, it is so rehearsed, it is so a statement from the desk of the Queen, Her Majesty, and it's like, okay, I got nothing, <laughs> nothing here. I think we need to get the Queen yeah. with Dax Shepard <laughs> one time before she relinquishes the throne. Yeah. Get her a little tequila. And then just let's talk. Let's get her talking. Yeah.
Ah, man. What a journey. Meanwhile. It's it's just, um, it's like I can't let go of the fantasy world of what it is to be in the royal family. Mm -hmm. And then you hear him talk so passionately and honestly about wanting to have a normal life for his kids. Right. And you've got to go, what is my problem? Just let it go. He wants to be his own person. Yeah. You know what it is here? I, I feel like in America, that's our our dream. Every little girl dreams about being a princess. And we don't have that here. Right. right. We have everything right. else. And the grass is always yeah. greener on the other side. I you mean, know? Have you yeah. seen the chip aisle at the grocery store? Jeez. All they do, they <laughs> so wear so we gowns. We have everything. They wear gowns over there. We wear pantsuits over here. It's not as glamorous, women in power, as it is in Britain. It seems so... There's, there's, there's this mystique about it. Hell, they live in a castle. Yeah. Yes, they do. Like, literally. I'm going to start literally. wearing a fascinator. But it kind of, called? oh, that might make you feel better, <laughs> Remember the fascinator. Oh, man. It was really hot there for a I, minute. I, I mean, and think about every little girl. What does she want to be for Halloween? She wants to be some kind of princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at Frozen and all the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Everything is centered around being a princess. Right. And it's not everything is cracked up to what it you know yeah looks like what it's cracked up. What's the term? I it's, it's something not what about you cracking said. up to be. <laughs> I just know that it's not all what it's cracked, cracked up, up to, to be. be. There you go. Thanks, Don. Nice oh, job, Don. That nice was you, Don was a more preserver. helpful. Yeah, that was good. I was just like, watch her drown. <laughs> you just swallowed water. It's gonna happen soon. Oh, We're almost girl. done with this. Oh. Let me just say one more thing about all that. Is I get it, Don. Like that fascination with the royal family because. Here, we have it also, I think, not everybody, but a lot of folks with celebrities where you see celebrities and you think they're living the life. So we hear from Harry, he's living this actual literal royal life and turns out it's no life at all for him. And how many Hollywood stories have we seen where it just ends in isolation, this sort of personal prosperity Mm-hmm. And this person, or this professional prosperity, and this personal poverty, yes, that is all happening at the there same time, and it just isn't. It just money can't buy happiness, I fame know. can't buy happiness. It's like these elementary lessons that we just have to keep learning and, and learning and reminding. People always, when we talk about the royals or somebody who's a celebrity, we'll always get an email, and it's like, "Oh, cry me a river, they're filthy rich." That what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything to me. No. Yeah. Well, money, uh, they say money can't buy happiness. I always say I'd love to test the theory, but it does, it can eliminate a lot of daily stresses. And I think that's the nerve that it hits where someone who's listening says, if I could just have these car bills paid for and not worry about rent and all of that, I could go about living a more abundant life. Yeah. Um, And so it takes away some of those worries. But then you realize once you check those boxes and remove the worries, there are all sorts of bigger voids internally that money will not fill for you right exactly steve and by the way shout out to our friend listening in greece oh hi Hi. it's will he's in athens oh big willie hey will big willie big willie it's big nasty to big will big nasty to big will (laughs) we love you will we gotta go uh yeah we do have to go uh when we come back though if you see something you should say something right Mm-hmm. Mm, somebody saw something in a local park and it ain't good, but it made me laugh out loud. I'll tell you that. <laughs> tell you what it is when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. 
Ooh-wee. Somebody saw something, and they also said something. And after they said something, other people said something. I'll explain. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, boy. So there's this detour sign on West River Parkway in Minneapolis. Okay. Like heading under the Hennepin Avenue Bridge toward First Bridge Park. Okay. And... There's a detour, and there's some kind of device where it says, listen. And the message that was coming from the little speaker affixed to this trail closed ahead sign was so dirty. Oh, no. It was just like this dirty, dirty birdie. Oh, my word. Do not play it. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm. Even the clean version is filthy. Uh-oh. It's a a male's voice for about 10 seconds explicitly describing himself. What? I don't understand. What is this technology? I don't know. Am I I really dumb right now? Um, So there's a a road sign. It's like a a motion detector that when... when it detects that there's a person there, this message. So you got to be on. walking. Yes. you're walking here. You're walking and here, and then all of a sudden you hear. So this device Steve's is designed to. <laughs> it's designed to provide audio guidance for the visually impaired. Oh, I see. So it can then be mounted on cones, signs, oh. other safety devices, um, and automatically plays a custom audio message when it detects motion so within 15 feet. Someone manipulated the recording. Oh, no. It's so gross. Dirt bag. One woman said that she had to cover her dog's ears. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, you know, I think now I I think of what if you're a parent and you're walking with your kid and talking about your day and then this grade A pervy bullcrap comes out. Yeah, it's terrible. That's why I'm saying something. Thank you, Donna. (laughs) You're welcome. Do you know... Or do you think you may have any connections to the person who did it? <laughs> I have a couple people in your circle no, that I feel like no, could have gotten it done. Whatever. I'm just saying. Uh, it's terrible. All right, I saw something else. Okay, you know that um, that new movie with Lily James and whoever else? What's his name? The Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan uh, oh. The Winter out. Soldier. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen is in the movie as the guy who stole the sex tape and tried to sell it. Yeah. Have you looked at what he looks like? Oh, Steve, he kind of looks like you with those pants, <laughs> with those shorts. Is this on his Instagram? It is, and I put a link okay. in there. Okay. There is a oh. picture of him fully shaved. I would never in a million years know who he was. Oh, my gosh. Is it better? Oh, it's just I don't know if it's better. I mean, he's totally 90s. uh, 90s dad is what it seems like. Wow. (laughs) And he doesn't have glasses on. Right. No glasses, no beard. But, you know, you'd all you need to do is tickle him and you'd find out. You would do that weird (laughs) Seth Rogen laugh and Uh you would instantly uh know. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's so true. Remember when last time we heard him laughing, we thought he was actually, it was audio of him dying? <laughs> yes. As he went, <clears throat> midway through. My boyfriend can do a really good <gasps> Oh, really? Shut yeah. up, really? Oh, yeah. It's oh, funny. gosh. What a goofball. It is such a funny Oh, it's so wow. great. I will link that up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. <laughs> that would have been, you know what? I honestly don't know. If you just put that picture up and then said, who is this? Yeah, I agree. Especially the second picture, because the first picture, you could see his little mole that he has on his cheek, which I think is a dead giveaway. But the second one is like, whoa, Whoa. who is that guy? Oh, my God. Looks like someone I went to high school with. something? (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Donna dated this guy. Wait a minute. Is that... (laughs) That's Seth Rogen. I can't believe it. You mean like he has a mullet and stuff? Yeah. 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 I there that that's is, him in the fit that's him on the set. I know, know, but I still cannot see Seth Rogen's face. I know it's great. And the first one is like his head is cut off, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. Oh my god. It's the you know, I think it's really the hair. There are other times that he has appeared on his own Instagram <laughs> with uh just like stubble. So it's not just the lack of facial hair, it's that he doesn't have sort of his big poofy clown like <gasps> hair. Oh my god. Gives me like a crusty the clown vibe a lot. I just, uh, really? I feel like I'm trying to look at one of those things in the mall. Oh yeah. That it's like that's the a dolphin in there. Yeah. Right. And looking, I can't see it. Just lose <laughs> let your eyes cross and then it'll show up. He'll pop right out at you. Fantastic. All right. I Steve. have a message for our Greek friends that are listening. Oh, oh yeah, we have Someone another else. one, Steve. Yeah. Constantine and Will. Yeah. I don't uh, even know if they know each other. I mean, maybe not, but here we go in Greek. Oh. I love that. That is, hello, Constantine and Will. Thank you for listening. I thought there was going to be like an Opelopolis at the end of it. (laughs) There's always an Opelopolis at the end. Maybe. This is because we, we came to know Jesse Katsopoulos on Full House, oh. who's from Greece. And then one there was an episode of Full House where Jesse's, uh, Jesse's twin, essentially twin cousin, Mikos, okay. came over. Sure. And he was like Jesse, but he had very greasy, greased down hair and Jesse? a mustache. It was Jesse. It was oh. John Stamos playing both roles. <laughs> Stupid. And it, <laughs> it was really, really great. Has anybody seen the new John Stamos show? No. On Disney Plus, no, little, or Big no. Shots, nope. Where he plays an out of work NCAA basketball coach who got fired, and then he ends up coaching this high school girls basketball team. Oh, I heard somebody give it some really positive uh, marks. They said, "Oh, you telling me that we have to watch it with our kids." Steve, I, I want to let you know, Disney Plus. Speaking of that, uh, uh, I cried mm-hmm. at the last episode of Mighty Ducks. See that? See that? Was it? Do you want to expand on what what it was that made you cry, or you don't want to give anything away? I don't want to give anything away. It has to do with um, a big win, and okay, you know, oh, wow. yeah. the mom, and and just the evolution of the characters, and oh, they're doing no. a really Emilio. nice job with that show. Oh God, it's a very it is right now. It's like a Huga show. The only downfall is Mighty Ducks should have come out in November. It would have played really great as a November, December show with your cozy blankets on, but yeah, it's I'm loving I it. I love it. Donna, do you watch it? I've watched the first two episodes, I think, and I liked it. 
Yeah, I just it never gets went better. back to it. Okay. Steve, don't you want them to just get together? You do. Of oh, course God. you do. But you don't want them to rush it. And I like that they're not rushing yeah. it. And I like that there's some stop and starts and it's two steps forward, one step back. Or mm. the other way around. That's good. I'm going to now tell you something in this final 30 seconds. 45 seconds. Okay. Uh, one reason that people don't want to go back to working in an office is because of number two. They have really gotten comfortable doing that at home and doing it at work where the stalls are knee high and the boss might come in. Often there's no ventilation. Even more so, there's no air freshener. It's all very awkward and people don't like that awkward feeling. It's like when you go on vacation, right? And everything goes out of whack. That's why people don't want to go back to work. They don't want Thank to do you, it near Steve. coworkers. You got it, buddy. <laughs> Thanks you for sharing it. that. Absolutely. All right. Well, Dawn's going to go. Have a great Have weekend. Have a good weekend. Bye, Thank Dawn. You. Bye. Don't forget, get out there and plant this weekend. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, cool. We'll be back with some music news, I think.